Good morning, everybody. Hopefully you're having an outstanding Wednesday morning. Thanks for spending your, uh, or starting your day with, with me. This is the Break the Cycle with DSD show. I am your host. This is a daily show, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific. First thing I always like to start out with is I am not a therapist. I am an individual much like you who went through a toxic, difficult divorce. Develop some tips and techniques that I share with you to hopefully help you get your life back. Break the cycle of abuse. Minimize the damage that the toxic ex does to your life. And hopefully, if you have kids, undo parental alienation. Be careful throwing diagnoses around. Only a trained professional in a clinical environment can do that. So just be careful going around saying that your ex is a BPD or NPD or whatever it might be. You just don't want to get yourself into trouble by saying something that, uh, you know, hurts your credibility. And oftentimes that's what happens. Whenever you start doing that, people are like, oh, it's one of those. Don't fall for that trap. If you like what's going on here and you want to support the channel, you can do that over going over to the Dad's Private Divorce channel on YouTube and becoming a channel member. You can also do it other ways off the website at dadsurvivingdivorce.com. If you want to get notified via text, you can text DSD to 833-900-2005, and that will put you on the list. For some reason, it's working for other people and not for me right now, which is weird, but I'm going to try to get that fixed today. Speaking of phone lines, the phone lines are open. You can call in to the show at 1-424-373-5483 or 1-424-DSD-LIVE. For the international callers, you can also use a web interface, so you don't have to do international dialing. Look for the link in that in the show description. Just scroll down. For people listening, it's, it's callinstudio.com slash show slash DSD-LIVE. Speaking of that, we do have a caller today, so I'll probably start with that. And after that, we'll get into the main talking points, which I want to... Actually, you know what? Before I take the caller, I want to do this one thing just to clarify a comment that I misread yesterday. Somebody had put a comment in talking about how uh, no contact and the ex not paying or, or playing with finances. Guys, just... And this will be quick, and then I'll roll into this whole no contact contact discussion after the first caller, but... But the, the, the point on this, especially for this, is they will use anything and everything to try to get your attention to, to look at them. You know, it's, like, it's like they're saying, look at me, look at me, give me attention. And if, and if part of that is being late on sending money or like, like hell in my situation, you know, not, uh, not paying the medical bills, you know, I send a note over, Hey, what's up with this? And it's ignore, 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 or, or I'm working on it or whatever. It's, it's, it's a game to try to keep you engaged. So we'll talk more about that in a little bit. So we got a few people piling in, which is outstanding. Uh, one thing I do want to say for the tech, for the people who are on the text notification, if you got that, and you would have gotten it at 5.55 Pacific time. Just say that you got it or you didn't got it. So if you're signed up for it and you got it, just say, yes, I got it. If you didn't, say, no, I didn't. So that way I can help try to, or I not help, I can get with the company and say, hey, you know, it's not just me that's having problems. There's other people. It's intermittent. So, But before we dive into the rest of the stuff, I'm going to grab this caller. And it says, morning, uh, I, won't, you, I won't read your name. It says, I'm in Texas uh, calling about custody with, um, it says eggs and her. So I'm sure that's, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, you know, bringing into a new relationship to pursue a new one. So let's jump into that real quick. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good. Thank you. Hey, so I've been listening to you for, for a good while now. Okay. Um, and first time calling, by the way. Um, and so the, the, so the issues I have, and I'm sure you guys have talked this over before, something in similar wise. So uh, I'm still going through a very highly contested divorce. Um, lots of 
hearings and motions and just ups and downs and yeah um and so recently um last month um i went in for a hearing they were trying to get money right you know attorney fees and all kinds of things and so i and um so my attorney uh like we came out victorious we they got denied attorney fees my child support got lowered because i was you know i, I lost my job you oh, know okay. through the COVID. Well, yeah, sorry about losing your job, but that's good that it got reduced. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it got reduced uh, from like $2,300 a month to $900. So even though it's better than it's like, you know, 50% cut. So now that I won, you know, um, she has all of a sudden made a turning point towards me and starts all of a sudden being very nice and kind of manipulative and like kind of get closer to me. Because she's like, well, you know, we should settle and, you know, I think you should be paying a little bit more for child support and, you know, I need the money from the house, and, you know, this and that. And all of a sudden, you know, but prior to that, we tried, a, you know, several, several mediations um, and that sort of thing. You know, we went through a couple of rounds of mediation, like via Zoom, mm-hmm. and she would not ever budge. It would just be like my way or the highway. And, oh, you course. know, that's why, you know, again, you know, I think part of her her mo is really her her kind of her being you know kind of selfish and self-centered and you know which again you know most narcissists are but she doesn't have a you know official diagnosis and you know i haven't used that in court or something because i know i listen to you and you're like don't don't say that you know and uh that kind of hurts you so i haven't really been saying that so anyway um i guess so my question was with custody. Oh yeah, and I also got ex, um, expanded time, so it's like fifty three forty seven now. So almost fifty fifty is close, and I'm still trying to push for that. But Good. I got more time with my kids. I got two young, two youngins. So um, I guess my thing is, is when you're negotiating, you know, kind of outside of um, the uh, court, because that's kind of what we're doing right now. That's where we're at right now. Because right. you know, we had a meeting last week and we started talking about stuff. How do you go, how do you negotiate with somebody that's just like, you know, so hard headed, so just one sided, but then all of a sudden they're kind of pretending to kind of be your friend. And, you know, it's like anything you say, it's just kind of like, you know, you feel like they're just, they're just being, you know, kind of manipulative just to get their way. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And that's exactly what's, what's happening. I mean, Typically, these things start out to where, like, what, just like what you said, the experience is, is you can't negotiate. You you try in good faith, and it's just like you said, it's their way or the highway. And something typically has to change. Either they have to run out of money, they have. Well, that's the big one, or they lose in court. So now, that doesn't mean that her new tactic of trying to be nice and manipulative is genuine. It's not. It's still to try to get. You know, I mean, what she tried to think, I mean, initially she felt or was hoping one of two things, right? It's like they can be really complicated going into court and they have nothing to lose, right? Because if you just say, okay, fine, F it, I'll agree to this, this, and this, then they won. If they go to court and they can convince the court system that for whatever reason their their crazy idea is valid, then they won. But now that she's in this mode, now she's having to switch to like, oh, crap, you know, I still want to get what I want. So how do I do it now? The, the problem, mm-hmm. the, the, the thing you have to be careful of, and this is what you could kind of I mean, I'm sure this is probably the dilemma you're in. You're thinking, OK, well, she's being nice now. Well, maybe if I agree to this or that, maybe it'll this niceness will last and the next 10 or 15 years of my life won't be a catastrophe. The reality is. If she's somebody who is, you know, high on the narcissism scale, potentially has a person, you know, an undiagnosed personality disorder, then there's a strong probability that no matter what you do, it's going to devolve no matter what, you know, that, it, that you're always going to be dealing with that type of behavior. So, you know, I mean, the, the thing on this, and I've, and I've said this before, uh, maybe I, I don't say it that often, but I need to, I need to throw this out here more is I guess what I'm trying to say. And that's you need to write down exactly what you're looking to get, right? So it's, and to basically make sure that you're not just fighting to fight and that you're not giving away the farm, that you, you, that you write down what is really important to you. And if you haven't done it, I would do it today. 
just go down and say, okay, I want, uh, you know, I want the, the support to be this way. I want, you know, the custody to be this way. I want, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now here's the thing. Um, what you could potentially do, like, let's say hypothetically you want to, I'll just throw numbers out there just so it's easy. Let's say, you know, you're paying $900 a month in child support, but you're like, you know, and that's what the system says. And you're like, okay, but I was willing to pay a thousand, but I also wanted 50, 50 and I wanted whatever, you know, if, if you could turn around and you're okay with saying something like agreeing to be a little bit higher, but that you want the 50, 50 or whatever, well then that's okay. But just be careful saying, you know, looking at it, it's like, oh wow, she's finally not being Satan. And I'll, uh, you know, we can calm down because unfortunately you're right. I mean, that fear that you have or that, I guess fear is not the right word, but that, that little rumbling in your gut that's saying something's not right. You need to listen to it because it's, it's legit. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, there, you know, several of my, um, friends and, you know, pastors that I, that I talked to about this, they always say there's, there's, it's, it's definitely loaded with some sort of ulterior motive. Um, you know, so if she's coming to be nice, there's always a, a big ask coming is what they call it. Oh yeah. Ask. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I want, I'm asking for this. I'm asking for that. So what, what, so what I'm kind of wavering on is, you know, there's like 10, there's like 10 major, um, I don't know what they call them, 10 major rulings, I guess, for, for divorce with children. And, you know, some of them are like, uh, you know, exclusive right to put them in education or exclusive or joints or exclusive on, uh, psychiatric and medical help. Uh, you know, and there's a, there's, there's a few others. So right now she's exclusive to a lot of them. And. Oh, really? The problem I had, okay. I told her, I said, I would like to be joint on any, any major medical psychiatric. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, Education and, and, and education. And so she won't give up education because it's control. And she's like, well, who's going to be the tiebreaker? So, so I guess apparently like you can, you can do a tiebreaking on there. So I'm trying to come up with some sort of strategy where she'll agree to it. Cause the problem is, is she's trying to move roughly 30 minutes away from where we, where we currently live <laughs> now. She'll live with go. me, but she lives about two miles from me right now. Um, and she's trying to move into the city. Um, and which is fine. She, she works in a city, which I can kind of understand. But what happened is, is with all this COVID stuff and everything kind of, uh, you know, changed our, you know, everyone's virtual learning and all that kind of stuff. But so what she did during, during all this is she enrolled the uh, children to a private, uh, school. Okay. So, um, without, you know, asking me or without, you know, obviously she just did it. Well, cause and, right now she I doesn't have to. It's more of a strategy. Oh, it's absolutely Sorry? a strategy. No, I mean, if, if, if she has exclusive rights, she doesn't have to ask you anyways. And she's trying to move, Correct. get that. The reason, okay. And the reason she's trying to get it set up is to set the precedence, get that to be the new normal, and then go back in and be able to say, you know, oh, the kids are with me more, you know, I mean, it's, it's a tactic. Yeah. So you are, you are being played on that. I mean, so here's the, here, here's the deal. And it goes back to what I said before. If those issues are important to you, which they should be, Right. I mean, being ex- are being primary or being exclusive on on decision making with a narcissistic person is a huge problem. And even the comment of, you know, well, who's the tiebreaker? Well, here's the deal. If you want to I mean, if bo- both of you have to agree. So if you decide that the kid, you know, if you're like, hey, I want little Johnny to go into Taekwondo and she says no, the answer is no. Right. If she says, oh, I want to go to I want to exactly. put them in this school and you say no, then the answer is no. I mean, the tiebreaker is yeah, you so, both have to agree. So what's the point of being joined with a tiebreaker? You know. Well, what's the the the, the, the issue is the, well, the I mean, the reason it's it's good is because if someone tries to do some crazy thing, then you can stop it, right? I mean, because I mean, if and I get what she's saying. I mean, because it is a pain, right? And the only way around that, like, let's say for instance, therapy is a big issue, then you have it written in saying you know, the kids will go to therapy. And then you can do it one of two ways. You can say the kids will go to therapy or you can have it written down that the kids will go to this therapist. That's kind of hard because then it's locked in with the, with the court system. Or you have it saying, you know, dad will arrange therapy with the kids. I mean, make it to and where... I'm trying to get her to agree to let me take him to play therapy because the older one needs it. I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. The six-year-old needs it. The three-year-old is happy-go-lucky. Right, I'm not yeah. too concerned about her. But... 
the six-year-old is very intuitive, knows what's going on, can understand the tones, and, and definitely shows the behavior of a child in, 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 in a distress. Sort of emotional distress, right. you know, and so you can tell that she's having some issues. So, and that's what, and that's why I'm trying to get her to be joint on all major medical psychiatric, uh, you know, anything like that. So that way I can just say, you know what, you don't have to take her, but I am yeah. because I'm going to put them, you know, they need to be the number one priority. And right. so I'm trying to kind of, so, so negotiating with, with the current prison with, with NPD is, 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 is a challenge because they don't want to budge. Like what she, ha- it's, you know, it's all control. And so now that, now that the tables have turned and I, and I, and I want to, uh, you know, when a lot of things turn around in my favor, She's not coming to be nice and like, well, let's let's do this and you know and you know um, you know we'll right because she's trying blah blah blah, blah kind of like right. being all yeah yeah I, I mean in she's the trying to be nice and trying to exactly good well and I mean in the and the thing is is I mean you could turn that around and say um, you know hey pumpkin. Um, that's great that we're getting together. So now we don't have to worry about it. We're, we're now able to communicate things are, you know, things are not so contentious so we can, it doesn't need to be exclusive rights because, um, now we can talk and it's, and this is, uh, this is outstanding, you know, I mean, but, but the problem is, is it's not genuine. Exactly. She's, mean, for like six months or eight right. months, we barely said a word to each other. You right. know, it was like business stuff, like, you know, X, Y, Z had a medical appointment. Okay. And where are you going to drop off the girl? I'm going to come pick them up. And it was just kind of transactional. Oh, yeah. It was never like. Well, but, and un- and know, unfortunately, because, more you know, than likely, her, you're going to have to just keep it that way going forward because it's just going to, you know, it's it's always going to be contentious. Oh, I can't even say that word today. Yeah, it, it sure is. And so, so that's my first part. And then, and then the second part is, is like she's already met some, you know, just like a probably second or third relationship within the last 18 months. But uh, she's playing, uh, you know, house with, a, with somebody else now. Um, and I'm, what I mean by that is they're not actually living together, but like she's over there doing stuff with his daughter while I have the kids here. And it's just like, wow. And so my daughter mentioned his name to me and I was like, okay, I don't even know who that is. And I said, oh, you know, blah, 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 said something about blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, um, you know, I want you to meet him. That's what she said. <laughs> and I was like, um, I want you to meet him because I want to, you know, I want to spend time with him. I want, you know, the girls spend time with his his daughter and you know and then it's just like and i just kind of said to her i said um i said i don't have any desire to to really spend time with them i said uh, or to to meet him but uh, i said uh and i just asked her like so how long have you guys been going out for she goes, oh just a few months and you know and it, it just it, to me it just sounds like she's in this this like limerence kind of limerence stage of uh of you know, well, kind of infatuation with this with person. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, he, or like that's our new supply. I guess you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, here, and, here's uh, here's the deal, man. I mean, for her to be saying that crap to you again, that is just to try to get get in in your head, right? I mean, it, it's a subtle way right. to. I mean, to the, the, what it really is is like, hey, look, I found someone else. I mean, I have somebody, somebody, it's great. You know, you should meet them. You know, I want you to be thinking about me being with someone else. That's what it is. But if you said that, which don't, don't say that, uh, then it's like, oh, no, no I'm no. not. I'm just like, you know, well, we got to be, I mean, it, it'll, there'll be some excuse which might make some sense. Here's the deal. I mean, the thing on that is you say, look, your life is your life. Obviously, there's things I don't want, I would rather you not bring around the kids but I don't need to be involved. I don't need to hear about it. You don't need to tell me about it. I don't need to meet them. That's your life. We have, our life is only focused around the kids with exchanges and what's going on. You know, we're not going to be having big barbecues and stuff like that. Not interested in it. You know, I mean, it would be, it would be outstanding if we could, if we could, if we could divorce a person, have a good relationship. And I've heard of people like this, right? Where they go, you know, people go left and right. Uh, and then they get remarried and Christmas and holidays come around and, you know, the, the new families well, all come together. Family, yeah. Right? They, they all come together and they're all yeah. friends and, and it's not weird. I mean, it sounds weird for everyone sitting here right now, listening to this, who's going through the other side of it. <laughs> it's like, you know, the idea of spending time, even just with your ex by herself probably seems like, Oh, hell no. So bottom line is man, just focus, exactly. focus on what's important to you. You know, if something's not important and you're willing to give it up and she wants it and it's no big deal and you don't care about it, well, then that's fine. 
right? I mean, or maybe you save it for a negotiating point so you have something that you can say you you agree with. But right. But bottom line is, with what you're talking about, it's this is a trap. If she's able to be nice, and I know what she's thinking, she's like, okay, well, I made him made his life a living hell for eight months, and now I'm being nice, so he'll think that. Oh, okay, well, if I'm nice back, then everything will be great and it'll be like this forever. Now, the second that she has the power, she's going to turn and the control, she's going to turn around and exert that control. So, unless you're ordered to give it to her. Yeah, my friend know, says, you know, she had no problem, you know, putting her, her foot on her neck during the hearing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and because they were, they were, they were watching it, you know, online. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, and, and that's the thing is she'll sit there and, you know, you know, and her and her like sleazy lawyer. You know, they just had yeah. so many. You know, I mean, we had. I mean, we had so much stuff. I mean, just just all kinds of. You know, I mean, you know how contested divorces are. I mean, there's yeah. just hearings and and all. You know, we had like fifty exhibits. You know, I mean, we just had, you know, I mean, it was just it was just it's such a mess. And it's like once we get past all that kind of stuff, and obviously, you know, when she first said, "I want to separate," and you know that whole. You know, gaslighting and right, you right. feel like you weren't good enough and all that stuff. I mean, obviously, you know, you know, I went through my grief cycle too, like everybody else. But I'm on, a, but I'm on the other side of the grief cycle now, as far as like the major stuff. But it's like when they have a new supply, but then they 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 come around being all nice to you, kind of like, you know, hey, how's it going? Like everything's good. Like maybe you know. Like, it's just like, I want you to meet him and all this stuff. It's like, first of all, we're not even, I mean, and I look at it, like, I'm not, I don't consider myself her husband anymore. I don't say, hey, well, we're still married, so why are you doing that? Like, you know, that's, I don't right. do that. You know, I don't, I don't weaken and say that anymore. I'm just like, you know, and I, and, 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 you know, you know, with her, like putting my kids there, all I said to her was, is you can do whatever you wish. I, you don't need my approval, but I would suggest that you don't just add more things into our kids' lives until she gets the help that she needs. And I've been trying to get her yeah. to play therapy so she can start to heal. Like, you know, so she's got her own issues. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like she's putting herself first. She's putting her needs first. Which is what uh, they do over, all over the, the time. Kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're already seeing yeah, all the evidence like, that's showing you exactly what you're dealing with. You need to believe that. And then just going forward, like I said, you know, that approach I mentioned earlier of trying, I mean, see, and it, the, the problem is it's not going to work, right? I mean, even if you went back and you're like, okay, you're being all nicey nice. And then using that analogy of saying, okay, well, great. Well, we don't, you know, you don't need to have full because now we can discuss things, right? I mean, our, uh, you know, decision-making ability on that, dude, don't give it up. You're on the right course. It sounds like everything you're doing is, is spot on. And, uh, I mean, congratulations on the victory and yeah, just, I'm just, just keep you know, I'm pressing just on. Get it past this. Yeah. yeah, I'm just exactly. I'm just trying to get past this stage of like being under a microscope. It's like you know, uh, uh, you know, from you know, man, it was like a, it was a nine hour hearing, man. I mean, I mean, that was drained. A nine hours, yeah, yeah. Hour, you know, just going back and forth. And I mean, it's it's, it's if for for people that haven't gone through that yet or are about to start going through that, man, it's it's stressful, man. It's just oh, yeah. fun to be questioned and, and pushed around and it's not that easy. And so I, I um but I really like your show, man, and like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your advice as far as, you know, that goes. I, I just for me it's just hard to for somebody that I, I don't know to be like, My kids are gonna be going there. You know what I mean? I, I guess that's the part where I don't like Dude, don't there's nothing we can do about that. I used to make a bunch of videos about that. That's kind of where the whole black hole thinking came from, that concept or that technique. Uh-huh. It's because they're going to – and typically they do stupid stuff, right? I mean, like if you're really worried about I – mean, we had a, another – I think I don't know if it was a caller or a comment way, uh, a while back, and the person was really had a thing about water and was worried about the kids drowning and stuff. And the, and the ex would take the kids out on a boat without – you know, and then post pictures without life vests and stuff on. And it's just – uh-huh, they they uh-huh, do uh-huh. crap like that. I mean, and it's like, it, it's, you gotta, pre- you gotta prepare yourself for that. And then the, the problem is my guess is from talking to a ton of people and coaching people is that, you know, you got, you got used to her being completely difficult and combative, right? I mean, you're like, okay, that's who I'm dealing with. I'm basically dealing with Satan. Right. And then all of a sudden you finish this, yeah. you have a victory. Your expectation is that she's just going to be angry and start lashing out. And now she's being nice and your brain's going, what the, what? Well, it's all part of the same pathology, exactly. right? I mean, it's not necessarily that she's changed. It's like she was beating you with a stick and then she got hit 
And then she's like, oh crap, well that didn't work. So let me try something, you know, let me get the stick from, you know, it's like, you now have a stick. And it's like, okay, well, how do I convince him to put it down so I can go back to beating him? And and that's the reality is, exactly. is the that's, beatings that's, will continue. That's exactly how I, and you're right. Listen absolutely. to your gut. And that's, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, interesting how all of a sudden, you know, and you know, and she's she yeah. like, well, you know, maybe you can pay me a little bit more child support next year when you get it, when, you, when your job comes back and, you know, and things, you know, and, it's just like, wow. It's just like, can you hear oh, yeah. yourself there? Yeah, so, I mean, but, but, um, but I'm sure that know. had you, you know, but the thing is, is like whenever you lost your job because of COVID, was she immediately willing saying, oh, I understand that you're in such a, you know, you lost your job. So, and I don't want you to get oh, eaten God, by the no. machine. Let's lower, you know, let's I go ahead and lower this. Child support, no. You know, right. I was late on child support twice and she sent it to her lawyer and they're trying to compel and you know i mean you oh, she know. would have had you uh, probably like, if she you could know, have done it to throw you in jail she would have done it these people are like that the Absolutely. thing is you can't yeah, trust and, them so now dude you, know, you, you i was like i was on i was like i'm on yeah no i just want to say one I other thing let me I was on a, let me just interrupt you for a second so one thing i do want to say before you get off because i want to i want to make sure i drive this point home the thing you have to be really careful about now are are your the people in your sphere of influence, because people who don't understand this might look at it and say, Oh, you know, Bill, she's now being nice. You know, you could, you know, you should back off on this or you guys should cooperate or you need to compromise. People don't understand what these people are like. They don't, they don't get it. They, they, they try to rationalize it in their own head and they'll be like, Oh, okay, well you were in a contentious divorce, but now it's better. You know, just listen to your gut, man. You have to don't. And I just want to say that because I know how that typically works. You probably, if it hasn't started already, I'm sure somebody at some point is going to be like, Hey man, you, you know, why are you arguing on everything? It's the mom, you, you, you know, whatever. They might try to undermine your own resolve. Don't let it happen. Write the crap down. That's important to you. Post it on your darn mirror or somewhere where you can look at it. So you can refer back and say, these are my three to five or whatever, however many it is, these are the points that are really, 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 really critical to me. Now that you won't, I mean, unless yeah. you're forced to, that these are your and main are like points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the yeah, fact is that you've already gone through one hearing and you've won or you've had a good victory. You know, that means potentially that means you're on the path to victory. Right. So just be careful and, on yeah, that. Yeah, because exactly. Cause she's her, her biggest fear is, well, she is running out of money, and I know that because she even told me, she goes, you know, if we go to trial, because we had a, cause we had a trial set for uh, October sometime, that right. the courts are even going to be open, like face-to-face trial. And she's like, my, you know, my attorney wants $25,000, you know, as a retainer because, you know, trials, to get you know, and blah, 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 blah. And she doesn't have, you know, she doesn't have a dime. So she's, she's definitely afraid of yeah. going there. And I'm, I'm not sitting there, you know, swimming in money either, but, you know, I've got some I got some, you know, some resources that'll, that'll help me with that if I had to go there. And I right. think that's, you know, again, man, I mean, it, like, it all boils. I don't want to go there. It, it, I don't want to go through that. I yeah. just want to be able to get her to, you know, get, get a, a decent amount. And, and I think, and I don't know enough about all the different rights and, and all that stuff, but like, you know, giving her the, the education, right. I mean, I, I, I want to, I wouldn't do it sort of, because the problem is, is that, no. well, because then you, if you give her the rights on everything, then that means she, you see, no, the, no, no. you know, well, not everything, but even the school thing, I mean, un- unless you don't care, right? I mean, if you don't care and you're like, Hey, you know what? I'm not really worried. As long as the kids are in school, I'm fine. Okay. If it's not an issue that's really for you, my only concern is, is typically what they try to do if they lose in the one, in the one area is they try to force like a move away right? It's like, well, we live here now and the kids are over here and it's too hard. They got to ride 30 minutes to get to school. And, and you know, it should just be full custody with me and, uh, that type of thing. And unfortunately it puts us in a situation to where we're constantly always trying to second guess. And then, well, we're, we're paying, we're playing chess. We're trying to figure out, okay, well, what's this move mean, right? It's not a checkers move there. There's a strategy typically, even if they're not really that bright on it, there's there's a g- end game that they're trying to play. You just have to make sure that you understand that, and and if you g- agree to something, that you're okay with it. Now, if you're saying, you know, I mean, if you if you well, say that, the, was, yeah, go ahead. I was going to agree to giving her that tiebreaking, you know, for for education. However, with 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 a contingency of that they can't be more than 30, 30 minutes away. 
dude. I, uh, see, no, the problem I have with no. that, right? See, but here's the deal. If you're saying, this is my thought. If you're saying that, okay, I'll give you the tiebreaker, then that means you would, would be willing to agree anyways, which means why do you need, why do you need the tiebreaker? Because if she says, Hey, I want to send him to this private school. And if you're like, well, I don't really want to. And she goes, well, I really want it. Then you're saying that you would agree anyways. So you don't need to give her exclusive rights because you're already saying that you would agree. Do you, you see what I'm saying? It's like, why, why would you do that? If basically by your saying that you're saying, ultimately I'll agree with whatever you say. So give it your ability. So if she decides, Hey, I'm going to sign him up in the school of Satan and where they do bat worshiping, you know, on Tuesdays. And you're like, are you out of your mind? You can say no. But if you agree to that, then you can't say no. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, if, I'm just worried. Yeah. It, yeah. No, no, you're right. I mean, that's, that's one that I, I mean, I was thinking about it and you know, I was, I was like, well, if I say yes, but the problem I have is, how do I know, you know, that she can, you know, like, you know, we live in Houston, okay, and it's a major, major, big city. What and city did you say you, you the, broke up? What city? Uh, so, so we live in uh, Houston. Live in Houston, okay, Texas. okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So I live in a suburb, you know, outskirts of Houston. She wants to move into town, like close to the downtown, kind of in that area. Now. There are good, there are really nice areas, and there's very, very bad areas. Um, and the issue is, is I don't think she is going to make enough money to live in a in a in a zone school that is a good school in the in right. the you know in the um, right. school district of Houston, and because HISD is a huge, you know, it probably has like five five or six hundred schools in that district. Right. So, so, so you can go to HISD, but you can live in the in the uh, bad areas in the, in the kind of swamps, or you can live in the you know nice, rich, kind of you know area. So, my issue is that right now they're in private school, and she's barely, she's barely, you know, it's like a cheaper kind of private school in Houston. Right. So my issue is, is, can you keep that up from K through twelve? Are you Dude, he, here's the deal, man, and uh, we're gonna have to to wrap this up, but but here's the deal. I would not give up letting her ultimately decide. You're dealing with somebody who, who has okay. already demonstrated that their priority is not the kids. If your ex was all about the, I mean, like literally all about the kids and was sacrificing for the kids and was, you know, doing something different, okay, fine. But you already have the information okay. in front of you that's telling you that, she, you know, you know, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You give her that right. She's going to move to a crappy part of town. She's going to put the kids in the local school and you will not have any say on it. Don't give it up because yeah. the, the reality is, is if you're going to give it up, then that means that if she moved to that crappy part of town and was going to put the kids in the school, you would agree with it anyways. And if you're going to agree with it, you might as well be, be on the hook to say, okay, I agree with this. Yeah. That's the best that we can do with our financial circumstances and where you live. Don't give it up, man. Don't do it. I don't. I. I mean, uh, you know, you got to ultimately do what you need to do. But I would not encourage you to do that. That is. That is. That's probably right. I mean, that's that's probably one of their most important things in their life. Is, yeah. Is education, and, and you're right. Yeah. I, I'm not going to give that up. I mean, if, I yeah. mean, I may have to fight fight that one. You know. So. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Dwayne. Um, well, thanks for calling. Well, call back. I mean, or, or at least send me an email later and let me know how it works out. Okay. Yes, sir. Have a good one. You too. Man, that was a heated discussion. I looked up at the clock and I'm like, holy cow, it's like after 6.30. Guys, here, here's, the, here's the deal on this. And, and, it's, and it's tough, right? I mean, listening to this guy, I get it because I remember being in that same mode. It's like, well, I don't want to be a complete hard ass on things because we're trying to be cooperative. You know, how do I, how do I agree to certain things? I mean, to be honest, if, if my ex would have agreed with what I threw out there in the beginning... I would have hosed myself. I was going to give her primary custody. I uh, would have, you know, I was agreeing to give her a decent chunk of change. You know, my one number one issue was I didn't want her to leave the state and I didn't know what I was dealing with. Right. So I didn't want her to leave the state. I wanted to be in the kids lives and I didn't push for, you know, full custody or, I mean, initially, like I said, I didn't even ask for for uh, 50, 50 an original thing. I'm like, Hey, you know what? I thought, Hey, we'll work it out. It'll be all right. You know, if the kids want to come over, they'll come over. And, and if something happens, I can watch the kids for her. She can watch the kids for me. It'll be great. It's, you can't, they're not that person. 
They aren't. They, they are not focused on the best interest of their child. They're focused on the best interest of them. You know, be damned anyone who gets in their way. It's really, you know, I mean, it's really, it's, it's, it's tough. So for a listener, if you're still out there, uh, write it down, write down what your key points are. And it, and it sounds like you probably need to remind yourself, like go back and rewatch that absolute thinking video I did and, uh, remind yourself, you know, that she is an unstable person. I mean, I wouldn't write any, well, your kids are super young, so they wouldn't know it. You know, just say she is a narcissist, you know, she, she probably has, or she is an MPD, maybe even a little borderline, but, um, I'm without a diagnosis, but just what I, and the reason for that is just to, to drill it into your head, what you're dealing with, because so often in these situations, we go through this and we start thinking, well, is it really that? Well, they're starting to be nice. Well, you know, part of it is, is you don't want to live this hell. You don't want like the last eight months that he was talking about to keep going on. So it's like, how do you find a place to get to where it's calmer? The problem is, is as soon as you give them control, they abuse it. Looks like we have one more caller. Uh, I'm going to try to bring them on. And it says, uh, cope uh, strategies for counsel. See, my auto screener doesn't work really well, so it's hard. Sometimes I can't figure out what people are really saying. So I'll bring on area code 518. And welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Dwayne. Good morning. How you doing? Earlier for you than it is for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not too bad. So I, I couldn't understand the the, so the, the auto screener messed it up. So what were you trying to say? So I'm trying to look for strategies to avoid being re-victimized in co-parent counseling. So right. I have a court-ordered uh, co-parent counseling. I finally got my divorce at the end of July. Finally, and uh, the problem I, I see potentially occurring here is she has this tendency to, you know, essentially to poke in the eye over and over and over. I'm trying to figure out a way that I can maintain my cool with this crap because let's face it, you only get so many folks until you react. Right, exactly. And, you know, allow this to be what it should be, which is you know, hopefully, the discovery of the fact that you know. This is who we're dealing with here. You know, you and I can say as much as we want that somebody's borderline, but until somebody else actually makes the diagnosis or sees it for what it is, right? Which is extremely difficult. We're at quite a disadvantage. Yeah, the, and the, the I mean, for for one, I mean, let's just hit the first issue: is being ordered to do this with a narcissistic person is an exercise in frustration. However, you have to play the game, right? I mean. Part of the trap would be is if you said, I refuse, you know, I'm not going to do that with this, then the, the whole light is going to be focused on you and they're going to think you're the problem because, wow, why wouldn't you want to do this? Why would you not want to work on it to get it better? So you've already made your peace with that, it sounds like. The next thing is, is, is one, is like every time you walk into that, remind yourself, okay, I'm going to get my eye, you know, she's going to play her little manipulative games. I need to take a deep breath. I mean, even in real time with you're doing it, if it's happening, you know, your internal voice would be like, okay, she's trying to gaslight me. I see what's happening. You know, you know, even if you're like, just like, I'm going to count, it's really, you know, I'm going to count to 10 and I'm going to just kind of like do whatever the mental exercises you can do to calm yourself down. And then it would just be to respond to that in a calm reasonable manner. Like for instance, if, if she's poking you in the eye on something and you're in that class, not that class, the parenting counseling, it would be, the approach would be, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to word or put it in my head. So let's say the ex says something really nicely, you know, like almost very, pretty much what they'll do is they'll do it very subvert, uh, uh, subtly and subversively so that anybody who's not aware of what's going on, they won't see it. And then you'd have to just bring attention to it and say, wow, you know, I mean, why, in a calm way, you know, why do you keep bringing that? I mean, why do you keep trying to poke me in the eye on that? You know I mean? It's like, if this is an issue that just keeps coming up and, and then hopefully the professional will be like, well, yes, Julie, you know, don't you understand what Bill is saying over here? You know what I mean? That's the way you would do it is you would subtly have to draw it out and then poke or draw, focus attention to the behavior, Right. You can't do it to where you get all angry and it's like, Jesus, you know, you know, bleep, 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 bleep. You know, why are you, you know, bleep, 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 you know, beep, 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 saying that because then it, it detracts from the thing. What you want to do is what you want to be able to do is laser-like focus or have that uh, uh, 
parenting, co- uh, not coordinator, but the parent parenting therapist, can't remember what you said it was called, but um, be able to see the difference, right? So it's almost like a play that, you, you know, a part you're going to play. You're going to try to play the reasonably calm person who's there to really genuinely try to make things better so that we can have a better relationship for our kids, right? That's, and, and it's hard. I mean, ultimately, that's what your goal is, but it's just when you've been through the meat grinder for the amount of time that you have been, it's, it gets old and, and your fuse is, is pretty darn short. You basically just have to make your fuse longer so that you don't react because you already know that you're walking into the lion's den or you know the rattlesnake den and you're trying to figure out how not to get eaten alive, right? Yeah, she, every counselor we've been before, she's charmed. I asked her in the marriage. We had one that suggested we allow her to spend however she wanted, um, which was interesting considering wow. she only had my income. You can probably guess what happened there. She went bankrupt, and then in the divorce, I went bankrupt. Right, yeah. Um, we had another one uh, was for the children, where somehow she she took this lady and had her hook, line, and sinker by the end, to the point where my oldest was like, Dad, you know, uh, this lady just talks terrible about you. Like, what do I do about this? I'm like, well, if you find her beneficial, keep talking. And if you don't, just stop talking. Sooner or later, they'll stop. Yeah. So she essentially fired her therapist at the age then of 10. Um, Good. <laughs> and it was so bad that, like, you know, I, I had a uh, state Supreme Court judge asking what went on. I'm like, well, you know, therapist seemingly lost her, you know, her focus and seemingly went on tangents that weren't really, at, you know, an issue here. Right. No problems in court. Like, they totally understood, which is nice. And you got to take those little wins with the assumption that you will get smacked down in the future for whatever the win is. Yeah, there, there is no yeah. so-called win other than not to play the game. And by the time we're on your channel, it's too late. Well, and the you the know, problem is, is that you don't you, you don't have a choice, right? I mean, the the problem with not playing the game, the only way to the only way to not play the game would be to completely walk away. And even then, that doesn't even sometimes that's not enough, right? You walk away, and if they think that you're getting away, and they don't, and, and you're you know you're having a nice life, whatever, they're going to try to nail you with with money or, you know, just try to destroy you financially because, well, now you're not in the kid's life. So you, now you need to pay more. I mean, it's like, unless, unless if the person is like, okay, look, you know, I want you to go away. So sign away your rights. And that way you don't have to pay and you literally can walk away, but then walking away from your kids is, is tough. You know, I mean, I know sometimes people have to do, I know, I'm sorry, I digress. I know that's not what you're planning on talking about, but I'm just like, you're right. We don't get an opportunity to walk away. We don't get an opportunity to not go through family court. I mean, people will say, well, stay out of family court. Well, with a narcissistic person, they're never going to agree to anything unless you agree to what they want. So you're forced to go to court. I mean, it's like we're, we're in this double bind that, that, you know, we have to pick the worst of the, or not the worst. We have to pick the best of the possible bad outcomes and try to make the most of it. And, and not only that, but they manipulate everything. So Absolutely. You have a court order, right? You think, yeah. oh, you got this wonderful court order. That court order is worth approximately the amount of stoner it takes to turn it. Um, I don't know about other areas within the U.S., New York. No one will enforce it except for the court. It's right. The same people that wrote the piece of paper that nobody will enforce. Right. Yeah, you're right. Right. Guys. You, you get that thing and they, they violate it. Then you have to go, you have to go back spend the money to court to say, hey, the court, the order said that they were supposed to you know, do X and they didn't. And then even then, if you go back, more than likely it's going to be now, now, now. Uh, you need to follow this. This is, you know, you, there's, there's repercussions. We all understand this, right? Right. So you just lost probably two to $4,000 in attorney's fees to show up just to, for them to get scolded. And then you'll find yourself back in there because they, now they may not do that again, I mean, if they're really stupid, they will. But otherwise, they'll find something else. I mean, so it's just a death death by yeah. a thousand paper cuts. But, but I will say this. You're better off having that in there, having that piece of paper, because if you don't have that or it's not written in there, then you have no, no leg to stand on. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the problem. You know, ultimately, the system is the way it is. It's not right. It's what we have. Right. You know, hopefully it'll improve as time goes on. I would hold my breath. Plenty of other fathers have tried that over the years. You know, I had an uncle who did have to walk away from his kid. Right. Um, 
Well, you know, actually, I do think up in their lives later on, but he regretted it. Oh, I feel I feel bad for people, you know, because the problem is, is that at the end of the day, there's an emotional cost all the way around, right? I mean, so I could definitely see that you walk away, you're not in the kids' lives, you you know, you, you miss out on the time. Maybe the kids make decisions you don't agree with or whatever, and then you you meet up with them 10, 15 years later, and yeah, I mean, how I would feel, you know, I mean, it's like it's one of those things is like you're always probably going to second guess saying I should have done more. I should have done this. If I would have done this, maybe it would have, whatever. I mean, it's, 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 it's bad all the way around. Um, the thing is, is on your situation, man, I mean, you, you have to do this. I mean, you've been directed to do this. You have to do it. The thing is, is just try to make sure that you're putting on the best, best, uh, you know, like a job interview type thing and just, you got to make sure you're playing the part because the the hard part is, is a toxic person. They live in fantasy and they're always putting on a facade. So they're good at it, right? They get practice every day. Most everyone else is genuine who who they are. They don't, they're not trying to curate their emotions and their responses because they don't, that's just not the, the life that they lead or led. And now we're forced to do things that we, we weren't ever comfortable with, but it's critical that you do, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Exactly what it comes down to. It, there's no fun way of doing it. You know, in, in my case, uh, I had this person jump on the back of my car after, you know, on many occasions playing right. on the abuser. It's like, I'm not jumping in your car. I'm getting in your face. I'm not screaming in your face. Like, get the hell away. And right. that's one of the other things you got to be prepared for. And I would recommend everybody do is if you have the legal ability you- to have a body camera on you. Do yeah. So if you oh, have to have any well, encounter with one of these well, people, because I'm telling you. Yeah. No, I was going to say what I what I was going to say you know, is what you need attorney, to do is everything that you you interact with them in, pr- think that it's being recorded, right? Even if you can, I mean, if you can record it, that's even better. But you need to walk into a situation and say, okay, this this interaction that I'm getting ready to have, let's pretend there's a camera right here and the judge is going to see it. Now I know that's kind of weird because you are in that mode. You're basically curating your responses. But it's important to do it because they live in a world where they push your buttons to get you to react, to try to, to expose or not to expose you, but to, to make you look bad. You know, it's like the, the it's to redirect. Yeah. It's to redirect the attention off them. Absolutely. And we, most of the, most of the time we fall, we take the bait and fall for the trap. I did. It's so easy to, 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 right. to do it that way and to respond and react and you're not even realizing that you're undermining yourself and destroying your own credibility until it's already, until you're like, you don't even know you're in the fight. It's like you wake up one day and you're like, holy crap, what happened? And you're like, oh my God, I've been in a battle and I didn't even know it. And you've been played up to that point. And now it's just a matter of looking at it. I mean, I'm sorry you have, you got ordered to do it, but I, I mean, the problem is the court, well, the court, even if they understand, let's say they think that maybe somebody's messed up, they're doing this to try to prove the point, Right. So if you can go in there in good faith and try to do, you know, try to to deal with the process and you can demonstrate that she's the one that's being unreasonable, then you're in a that that's the best you can hope for from out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the one thing the last thing I want to I want to what I the last thing I just want to say on this is I kind of went through a similar thing. It wasn't court ordered, but there was a period of time where I, and this is how I ultimately ended up meeting my my therapist, the one I rave about that's so awesome, is because the, one of the kids' therapists said, "Hey, you guys need to go to co-parent counseling, not marriage counseling, because that's over. But you need to guys, you guys need a, you know, like a meet, you know, a professional to help you deal with this." And I was like, "Absolutely, let's do it." And the ex was like, "Oh, okay, sure." She didn't want to do it, right? I mean, so I called her bluff on it. I knew it wouldn't work. I knew it was going to be a waste of time. I knew that it was going to be a freaking disaster. But I also knew I had no choice because if I said no, then it made me look, you know, then she was still controlling the narrative like, oh, he's just so angry. You know, look at him. He just, all I want is for us to be able to get along for the kids. You know, I would do this. I mean, she's both place lied to the, to the psychologist for our, for our son saying, oh yeah, she would do it. I'm like, you know, when it brought up, he's like, you guys need to do this. I'm like, I'll give me a name. I'll get it up today. I looked over to the ex. I'm like, are you willing to do, are you going to, are you going to go? 
and being put on the spot. Oh, of course. Of course. Why wouldn't I? Would never go. Never. Never go. Anyways, that's, I mean, so you're kind of stuck in that, man. I don't know if that was helpful, but I, I hope we've talked some strategies that are, that are helpful for you. Yeah. It gives a slightly different perspective as to what I was thinking about it. You know, cause I'm not one of the people that's really good at strategic planning. Yeah. You know, we're not the narcissist. We don't spend all day, every day spinning weaves and lies. So yeah, exactly. In that respect, or at least I'm not. Um, but yeah, I, I think that'll be quite helpful because, you know, that's where I'm at currently in the litigation process. Okay. You know what they say, a friend is an attorney and, you know, I had mentioned the final custody order and she said, she's like, the final custody order is final until next time. Unfortunately. It's a really interesting way to look at it because all yeah. these things change and there is no finality your children age out of the system. And then even then, you can hope. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's so like, much. it's you know, having an order hel- is helpful, though. But but thanks for calling in on that. And yeah. we'll just, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll actually, I'll, once we drop the call, I'm going to mention the Discord stuff. But hey, thanks for calling, man. Yep, have a good one. Thank you so much. So, and I kind of mentioned that. So, so I know a little bit of this story. So just so everybody knows, there is a disc, a DSD discord server. That's a private server that, um, some of these conversations happen on. And, and it's a, it's a, a forum that I personally think is a lot better than like you, not YouTube, Facebook and stuff. Cause it's, 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 it's a community of people who are trying to get through this. A lot of times in some of the other areas, it's people who are in the victim mode and they want to stay there. So they kind of just stay in that mindset. The discord is people who are like, okay, maybe I'm still in that victim mode, but I don't want to be there. Let me pull up if I can. Uh, No, it's over here. So if you go, the way you get to that is if you go to the main YouTube page, you know, youtube.com slash dad's surviving divorce, you'll, whoops, sorry, over in the main banner, which I need to change, but right now it's got these little, these little clickable links. You have the main, the link for the website, the link for the PayPal, the link for the Patreon, and the link for the Discord. That's the one you want. So click on that one. It'll be an invite. You only need to click it once. When you get in, you need to DM me, which is just direct message me, DSD Dwayne. That's what my handle is on the Discord server. And just say, hey, I heard about the Discord server. I'm, I'm Bill on YouTube if you've been on it before. So that way I can kind of validate that you, you know, you're not just a troll and I'll let you into the private areas. The only area you have in the initial is the rules area and the, um, and just the general public, public area. So don't put anything there because that is anybody can get to that. And, uh, that is, that's a pretty good way to, um, to get you some additional support. And I'll end up following up with this guy on that later. So, but I appreciate him calling in cause it was a good discussion. I know we're starting to run out of time. Let me just see. I see that the moderator had texted me a couple moderator. Debbie had texted me a couple of things. Uh, so I tumblers had asked what Dwayne, what's your thoughts on men playing the victim card to the judge? Now, if you're saying what's my thought on men abusing the system and playing the narcissistic game, they do it. If that's what you're asking, I tumblers, it absolutely happens. And I think more narcissistic men are realizing, hey, I can use my my narcissistic skill for evil and manipulate the system. Whereas a lot of times they just overtly do it and it messes it up. Um, if you're talking about it in the context of going in and saying, hey, I've been the victim. It's, it depends, right? I mean, you, you, you more want to do it in the context of the whoops, wrong page. If you go to back on my, on the YouTube page, you scroll down expert interviews, you go to, no, not that's the podcast. You go to the expert interviews area. You scroll over this interview right here with Cordell and Cordell. He really talked about strategies on how to best represent your situation in court. I would listen to that. And it's not, I mean, you don't want to go in and go, I'm the victim. I've been brutalized by this person. You, you would approach it more in a way of, 
hey, the patterns of behavior here are really weird. I really want things to get better. I want them to get the help so that it's better for the kids and better for everyone, um, that type of thing. Uh, yeah, then P.O.P. had said to Itomers, if a man even begins to play the victim card, all things being equal, he will get torn up. The only caveat I would say on that is for some amazing amazingly tragic, amazingly tragic reason, narcissistic, toxic people, NPD type people, narcissistic personality disorder have a unique ability to be like, to be like slime, right? Like, like, you know, the, the slime that you could buy your kids when they're little kids and, and you put it in your hands and it just mushes through your fingers and you can't hold on to it because it just slips out of everything. It's like that. It is the most amazing thing. I have seen it time and time again. You'll see somebody and they'll be like, I have, I have all my information. I have all my evidence. And they go to court and they come out and it's like a bomb went off and they're like, what the hell happened? And the other person is just skipping along like nothing ever happened. They really have a unique ability to, to, to slime and swarm, swarm, squirm their way out of accountability. So it's, it's just tough. Uh, Volser said, Discord, we DM you in is what? It's the DSD Discord. Uh, I th- Hopefully you said that earlier and saw the links on how to get there. Um, I, need to, I need to do a thing to where I can hit a button and just send the links out there on that. So let's see. Um, Oh, see, I missed the other part of uh, iTumblers. It says, I know we're victims, but I think it comes as another complainer rather than steering the conversation on what you're, or why you're the better parent. It, you're right. And what I just said, watch that other video, is, is f- it's focusing on patterns of behavior. You want to demonstrate that you're the, the mature, reasonable, sane person and try to have that narrative be the reality. Because a lot of times if you come in and every, if they think both of you are a couple of knuckleheads, then they're just going to be like, okay, these, both of these people are idiots. Nobody's better than, I mean, they're both bad. You know, they're probably thinking, oh, I feel sorry for these kids. And they limit, it limits what they can, what they're going to do. You, you have to make sure that you're putting yourself out there, that you're a stable, reasonable, caring, nurturing person. Kind of, we mentioned that the other day. And it's really tough, right? I mean, it's like we have to kind of morph ourselves into a personality or whatever that we're not normally in. Uh, Volser says, DM you on what platform? Discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D dot com. That's how you get into it. And you just need the invite link here. Since this keeps coming up, what I'll do in in the couple minutes we have. So if you come back over here, and you hit this, right? You click on it. It's going to take you to Discord for the very first time. And it'll load incredibly slow. And it'll say, hey, you know, you've been invited. Now, you might have to create an account first to do it. You accept the invite and it'll drop you right into the server. So if you're completely new to Discord, just come here. I mean, I'm already logged in. That's why it's coming up saying, hey, do you want to do it? And, and I'm on it and it doesn't know it, right? So if I keep coming to this link and doing it, it's going to set it up for me to create a new instance on that thing. And that's why there's a few people who, who, who uh, have multiple accounts because they keep doing it this way. If, if you forget what it is, just click that link. And then all you would have to do is just basically come over here, delete the invite part and just go discord.com hit enter. It'll take you to the main website and you can load an app on it or you can do it right from the thing. Okay. I'm not, uh, am I not logged in? So let me open it in the browser and let's see, maybe I need to be a little careful on what pops up on the screen. So I'll, I'll pause for a second. Yeah. So I don't want to do that, but anyways, and we're almost out of time. So, um, but, uh, hope Volsar, hopefully that helped helped you and we'll see you on the discord here shortly. On that, man, I didn't even get to talk about the topic today. (laughs) So thank you guys for hanging out with me. Remember tomorrow, tomorrow's show is going to be co-hosted with Chris Godinez from We Need to Talk with Chris Godinez. We're going to be talking about estranged parents, how that works with us as kids, how it works with our, uh, you know, as parents. 
And on that, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.